and welcome back to the Strath Sports Podcast uh, with me, you and Matt. And Fraser Mickey. So we had a wee week off because the snow went, there was no work getting done and nothing really to talk about. So we had a wee break and we're back today. So Fraser, what did you do with your, your time off? Did you enjoy the snow? Uh, I'd loved it. So many snowball fights where I was staying. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have a sled, so I didn't quite make it down Kilmgrove Park. But yeah, it was, it was actually, personally, I thought it was really good. Just to, everyone works really hard January, February into March uh, since the turn of the year from university and working. I actually think it's quite good that everyone got some time off together and just had a bit of a moment to recharge. The, what did you get up to? Were you still delivering some Domino's pizzas or were you? No, thankfully, um, <laughs> pizza deliveries were off, but it did postpone my, my university launch event, which had to be put back till the the next week but I uh, to me I was f- feeling it was a bit like just like Christmas there was a lot of snow nobody was doing any work just eating a load of like bad food or slash good food and just drinking quite a lot of, of wine I think I went through like a bottle of wine every day at least <laughs> just yeah do you, watch? you know this is a podcast about sport don't you yeah I get yeah, well it was time off my football was cancelled as well so I was in I was in relaxed mode but it did genuinely feel like Christmas and the snow was just ridiculous like you I didn't get a chance to get out of sledding uh, a couple of years ago I'd bought a snow scooter which is like one of those micro scooters but it's got like a plastic snowboard on the bottom and went meant with that a couple of years ago but it's been at my mum's and uh, I only picked up on the Sunday of the snow so by the time I got it there wasn't really that much snow so it's now sat in my flat unused but I'll have it for next time if there is, a, is another beast from the east. That's a that's a really cool story, Mums. Yes, thanks. Well, I'm glad you, I'm sure you all wanted to know that. Uh, <laughs> so, looking ahead to this week, on Wednesday we have Glasgow Taxis Cup 2018. So, one of the biggest events in the calendar for Strathclyde and, of course, Glasgow and Glasgow Caledonian. Are you looking forward to the event, Fraser? Yeah, really looking forward to it. I think it's the, the 15th edition. Um, it's been a while since, since Strathclyde have, have won it, but I think this year... We're looking pretty good. We've got a few decent wins in, in Bucks League so far and I think we're we're, we're hotting the, the tails of, of Glasgow as ever and it'll be interesting to see th- how things go. Um, there's a few sports that I've, I've got some predictions on but um, you know, with the nature of the cup and the amended format, some of the sports play, you can never really tell so it's, it's shaping up to be another exciting Glasgow Cup. So just a bit more about it. How, how many sports and how many locations and how many students are we expecting to have? Wow, that's a big one, big question. I think there there's over 700 student athletes and volunteers involved in the event and it's across possibly about seven venues this year. It used to be more. Scottsdale this year is the hub venue where we have athletics, badminton, basketball, netball, swimming um, and I'm sure football is over there as well and I'm maybe missing a few others but there's just so many it's good to see so many sports taking place at Scotston but we also make use of uh, university facilities as well up at Garscube Steps is hosting the hockey this year um, so if anyone is looking for a bit of sport in the, the city centre or east end of Glasgow then you should head up to Steps and catch the, the hockey competition and Glasgow Cali are hosting the volleyball, so just a short walk from Strathclyde campus. So there's a lot of sport going on one afternoon, and the way it works is a, a, a inter-varsity competition between the three universities. So that's what the reason why it's so big, really, is most uh, varsity competitions are just head-to-head between, for example, Oxford and Cambridge. But with the three teams involved, it it creates a, a quite a quite a tight schedule on the way this afternoon, trying to get through so many matches and a set time. And some of the sports we have to amend the format so that can happen, but. We've really built up the hype and, and promo around the event over the couple of year, past few years and we're really fortunate to be so, supported by long-time sponsors, Glasgow Taxis, who have um, signed a deal last summer, I think, after last year's event for like seven years and they just really buy into everything that everything we provide and what the, the students are doing on the day and it, it really just is a massive showcase of student sport and it's, it's the biggest in Scotland and it's something that we as, 
advocates of student sport in, in Scotland and in Glasgow should really be shouting about and I'm, I'm pretty sure that this will be another massive event and just fingers crossed that Strathclyde can pull this one out of the bag I think I, I hate to say it but I think Glasgow are going for their for their eighth win in a row which is a, a bit of a, a bit of a bad one but I'm sure we can stop it yeah I, I remember in my days as a student I think I went to watch it in my first year and I think I think that might be the first year that of this run that Glasgow had won yeah. it did you not get picked that year? No, not in oh. the first year. No. <laughs> I was I was only yeah. new, only playing Wednesdays, yeah. so I wasn't that well known at the club. It was only the next years when I kind of came to the fore, but I also enjoyed watching it. But it was definitely a lot smaller then, less sports, less venues, less sponsorship. And now to see the way it's grown, I remember with football they kind of had a mix of teams, so it was players from the first, second, and third team were all involved. Whereas now it's a lot more about the first teams and really focused on the results and trying to get the win. Unfortunately, Glasgow do win a lot of the, the more niche sports uh, things that maybe Strathclyde don't have as many people participating in. I do remember one year, probably my favourite year actually, we won, we beat Glasgow 3-0 in the football and that was a big win at the time because we football currently dominate the Glasgow Taxis Cup. Back then it was Glasgow that were usually winning and we won 3-0 on a good win and I think we won football, rugby, men's and women's hockey, so four, probably the four biggest sports. Yeah. I mean, we won all of them but I think we lost by one point overall to Glasgow. Yeah on a finale of women's volleyball and they'd won things like trampolining and maybe yeah. fencing. Smaller yeah. sports, it was quite yeah. it's quite hard for if us. You, if you look at the trends over the last couple of years, it, it really is just the niche sports that have seemed to win it for Glasgow. For the, the more core university sports, if you like, for example, hockey, like Strathclyde, I've been rocking it for a, f- a few years, so it's just more the niche sports and we're hoping to narrow the gap this year. And It, it, it has been a little bit of a, a challenge just, to, just, just due to the weather. I should say um, the fixture backlog is pretty high at the moment. We've got a lot of rearrangements in just general box leagues and they do take precedence in, um, in the Wednesday afternoon so we've had to kind of manipulate the calendar a little bit um, around this and fortunately box have also extended the, the deadline. It's not just the bad snow of the previous week. The, Wednesday after, the weather on Wednesday afternoons this year has been the worst on record. It's been a nightmare. Um, and the sooner the, the university invest in an all-weather pitch the better because that would save us so much money but it's I, th- I think there's a there's a really good vibe in, on on campus at the moment I think just the students coming into the office they seem pretty confident about about delivering on Wednesday and we're only a, a day or two away from it just now so we're, from an organisation point of view we're, we're hoping um, we're hoping things go pretty well pretty smooth but there's always be things that come up on the day but um, what about yourself this year? You're, I think you're coming back for your third year as MC for the event and you've really seemed to have pushed the promo side of um, the event this year as a volunteer and as a staff member at Strathlade. So are you, what are you looking forward to the most? Well, it's only my second year as MC. With my third year involved, a couple of years ago, I was working with the media team. So Jamie Payton, honorary life member of the Strathlade Sports Union. Great guy, worked with him on uh, the ex- uh, Sports Union exec in my final year. And he's an absolute uh, IT whiz. So he was doing doing the live stream, and then I was doing some interviews with volunteers who had been watching the sports. So I was either interviewing them face to face at the Emirates or on the phone, and we were getting that online. Last year we took it a step up, and we were able to get more interviews and get them on on like Facebook and YouTube quicker, so that people were actually getting live updates throughout the day from us. And I really enjoyed doing that, and that was quite good. And I also uh, emceed the finale last year, which was a bit daunting, but it was it was really good. I did really enjoy it. Other than the fact that I was told there was going to be a mascot race, which then got cancelled. Then I was told that the Glasgow Taxi's mascot was coming in. So Rabbi the cabbie is going to get this big entrance size, start a nice slow clap, and everyone gets 
and up, and then he gets walked in really slowly, like someone carrying <laughs> a blind person, like arm in arm, really slow walk, and I, oh, absolute red face. But I did really enjoy it, and I got to meet Pat Nevin, who yeah. was Cali- Glasgow Caledonians. Yeah. Uh, Honorary, ca- honorary captain. He won't be there this year. No honorary captains this year. But I'm looking forward to the event again at Scotston. Uh, getting down and just yeah. speaking to students and seeing them all happy and hopefully some good results. What about the after party this year? Making a move from the West End to the City Centre? Do you feel you'll be making an appearance? Or do you get class on Thursday morning to contend with? Uh, well, I'll have work on Thursday morning. Uh, and also football training on Wednesday night. But I don't know. See how Bamboo... Well, being moved to Bamboo and Coco is yeah. kind of, I feel it's calling yeah. me that was... Back in the day when, uh, obviously now, Shimmy is the place to be on a Wednesday night, but back in the day it was Bamboo. Bamboo Wednesday was Strathlade Haunt, and it's good to see it making a return, so I don't think I'll quite make it myself, but I'm sure you'll, if you see someone walking around with peroxide blonde hair, that's that's our, our host here, you and Bubs Mount. Yeah, well, hopefully you'll <laughs> see me uh, throughout the day anyway. We'll have stuff on Facebook and on YouTube, uh, interviews and just updating you on what's been happening throughout the day and there will be a Facebook live stream of the finale so you'll get to see some uh, the finale of the sport so it's badminton and then hopefully this year the mascot race and some great great performances by the cheerleaders from the three universities last year that was a real highlight of the, of the finale and then obviously the individual awards and eventually the the raising of the Glasgow Cup I can't show any bias as as, a, as the MC I've got to be completely unbiased and impartial but uh I don't know, maybe some maroon ribbons on that might be nice. <laughs> so, um, I've kind of said, I had a, had a great year a few years ago when we beat Glasgow 3-0 in the football. I was definitely a highlight of my Glasgow Cup career. Won 3-0, and then you've spoken about how the, the formats get changed. We drew with, with Glasgow Cali, but because there needs to be a winner, we then had a penalty shootout to see decide who got the points, which we lost. Uh, so despite the fact we drew with them, we still ended up technically losing. And then we thought, because we'd beaten Glasgow, we were uh, you know, home and dry. And so we all went and got showered and came back out in the final game between Glasgow and Cali. And Glasgow were absolutely horsing them. And that basically could have meant that Glasgow pipped us because we technically lost to Cali despite not actually losing. Uh, thankfully, Glasgow missed a penalty. And I think they went on to win 6-1. So that meant if they'd scored the penalty, then they would have won on the football ahead of us despite the fact we cuffed them quite convincingly. But that was that was a great day. Real good night out. I think that was an Okature that night out. So that's... That's gone back quite a few years now, but um, I had a great time that day. But what about you? What's your favourite Glasgow Cup memory? Um, for me, it was playing in the badminton competition myself, uh, Scotston. Again, it's coming back there this year. I, th- I can't even remember what year it was, but it was a, for me, it was probably actually the biggest crowd I've ever played in front of. And just at the the, the National Academy in Scotston for badminton, you have stadium seating as well, and all the students come in and have an opportunity to, co- to watch really top class badminton. And, I was fortunate to play in the final match against Glasgow Cali and win. To win in front of you, a lot of fellow Strathclyde students with a really great experience. Unfortunately, I never quite won as the cup, but I was also playing in maybe the, actually the year. That this, this will be a lie, but it could be it could be true that maybe the, the last time they won it, I could have been in, in the Strathclyde team that time. I don't know if I'm doing my math right, but I remember the sports president... Um, Felgal? No, Yusuf Kerr. I think he won it in his year. Yusuf Kerr, that would have been back in 2011, 2010. So I'm right. Um, so that's what a, a sports degree gets you. And, um, what, sporting but, memories yeah. and not very good maths. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so that, that, was a, that was a great experience for me. Um, really enjoyed it. 
from a, an organising point of view, after leaving Strathclyde to get into the world of work and now come back in a professional role, my f- my very first year was organising the Glasgow Cup from a league point in university, and we organised it at the Emirates Arena, which was a, obviously a major venue at the Commonwealth Games, and it was a really, really good experience for me and really just sold student sport to me and gave me the feeling that this is where I wanted to be at that time. And I remember the basketball match on the Rocks Court at the Emirates Arena, where Strathclyde versus uh, Glasgow in the men's match, and it was just they were going three pointers each side, and it came down to a buzzer shot. And it was just, it was just. Remember watching it with um, some of the guys that we were organising the event with together, and it was just a really good experience. And just getting out to watch student sport makes you realise like how fortunate we are to be, to work to have a, a job like this and working in in university sport for Strathclyde, but also with some great colleagues at, at Glasgow and Cali, and all putting in an equally hard shift as as we do at Strathclyde, and it's it's a real focal point in the year for everyone, not just us. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you want to find out more about Glasgow Cup, we do have. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, I believe it's just called the Glasgow Cup. Could be Glasgow Taxis Cup, or the website is www.theglasgowcup.com. Uh, Jamie Payton, who I mentioned earlier, keeps that updated. So there is there is historical results. So you can see the margins of victory, and I think there's uh, two years out of three where Glasgow won it by maybe just one or two points, and that was that was quite tough. I think I was involved in both those years, and it was quite tough to for it to come down to one final point. Especially the year, I think the year I mentioned, 2012 maybe, and it was the, that's when it came down to the volleyball. It was the final set, so everyone's in the Kelvin Hall, and the final set between Strathclyde and Glasgow, it poised at one each. And I think quite a lot of us knew that it came down to this, who was going to win it or not. So it was there was a lot on the line there, definitely. Uh, and we had a really good finale last year with the badminton, so hopefully we can get one just as, just as good this year. Um, and especially because... Strathclyde are doing not too bad at the badminton this year, especially against Glasgow, so that might go down quite well if that's the finale. As well as some of the sports we've mentioned and kind of talked about, we've also already already had one of the events, so we had our, was it athletics and cross-country? It was just the cross-country, so the athletics is taking place this Wednesday on the outdoor track, so verging on from the indoor season straight into the outdoor. Um, However, the cross-country took place last week at Garscube, where Strathclyde improved in their position last year, unfortunately they came last in the competition last year uh, with a really strong Glasgow Cali team winning, whereas this year they came second in Glasgow University coming first. So although moving up to second place gets us that extra point, obviously with Glasgow moving up from second to first as well, it kind of cancels each other out. So it's, it's these little marginal games we're looking for to win. So, But it was a really good event. I was personally marshalling it with a few colleagues. Habi was also there as well, um, wearing his high-vis and just telling runners where to go. So... Um, it was really good. I think the it was a a six k race for both for both um for both races, and it was it was really good to watch and some decent weather and just a good start to the competition. Really, yeah. yeah. I can imagine that would be in quite tough conditions though, given the the weather the previous week. So running across yeah. grassland. <clears throat> yeah, it was pretty muddy, and there is a bit of a it is a bit of a road race element in in Garscube, but and it's quite hilly as well, and they, they actually start right on a hill, um. But it really it really favours the runners that can, can deal with the adverse weather conditions and you a few people might have lost their shoes along the way but it was a it was, it was a really good race and really well contested across the universities but there's some good strength and depth now across Glasgow, Cali and Strath cross country team so I'd, I'd definitely recommend even for next year making sure you get involved with it even as a spectator or even better as a marshal because we're always looking out for people to stand in the rain for, for two hours. 
And so most of the sports, as you said, there's some at Scotland and Steps and Gas Cube, where they have the cross country. There's a few that are a bit further afield. So we've got the equestrian. Yep, so the question this year is making a move from Tannock, which is usually the home stables, to um, Busby, which is the home stables of Cali and Glasgow. So maybe a bit of a competitive advantage there, but it should be quite a good event. They're starting off pretty early, actually, at 9.30 in the, in the morning. So if you're up, you should get along and watch them. And then also <laughs> off campus we have the, the snow sports. Where's that? Snow sports is making a move from Bear's Den to Bell Houston Dry Slope. So... A lot of the, the clubs are actually really involved in organising that event and it's quite a student-led event so a, a lot of the success of that competition will go down to the, the committee members from Strathclyde so Sam, our club president and also the folks over at, at GCU so Bell Houston is a it's the freestyle and slalom um, so it's a, it should be a good race to watch and there'll be a bit of live music as well being played so it's always a good, good scene to be at if you can get over to Bell Houston And uh, what about the golf as well? Golf made a, a late venue change, so we're, we're actually at the home venue of Strathlade at Western Gales, which is a real top quality course, and I think a, a home advantage for, for Strathlade certainly, and we do have a, a very strong golf bursary programme here at the university, which coordinated by Scott Neal, which a, a lot of you guys may know as the facilities manager, um, so I think uh, looking, I, I feel it's quite a tactical competition where you, you play certain, it depends where you place your your golfers in order and you don't necessarily need to do your best first so it, it comes down to a bit of a who's got the most tacticalness if there's any Mourinho's in the team making a, a call over who to play first and last it actually makes a big event uh, a big impact sorry and the, the outcome of the golf but um, that's that's one we've been we've, we usually have the strongest golf team in, in Glasgow but when it comes down to the format of the event it can be quite tricky but I'm hopeful this year that Martin Freeler club president will be pulling out of the bag hopefully a few hole in ones but yeah, as you say, the having a home advantage in golf is crucial. In other sports, it's maybe there is a slight advantage to in terms of football. We always liked playing at steps because we knew the pitches were quite big. They suited the way we played. But football pitches are football pitches. They can be a bit smaller, which can be a bit tighter. But at the end of the day, it's about a hundred yards long, about fifty yards wide. Yeah. You know, something like that. Whereas golf, if you're playing on a course regularly, you really get to know it. Same with equestrian, when obviously we yeah. don't have the home advantage. Yeah. But it's they'll know they'll know the horses. Yeah, stages. exactly. So they're meant to be picked at random, but generally it depends how many horses the stables have. So I can't imagine there'll be there'll be too many. And most of the riders from GCU and Glasgow have had experience at some point. But to be fair, it's been at um, Strathlade's home venue the last couple of years, so it's only fair that it does a necessary rotation. But I'm sure the girls the girls have competed there a lot in the past, and I've, I'm confident they'll 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 do pretty well. This year there's no exhibition sports, so a wee explanation. Some years the sports, as Fraser said, the sports clubs themselves really kind of drive this. And over the years there's been quite a lot of clubs that have seen the growth of the Glasgow Cup and really wanted to get involved. So the clubs from the three universities kind of get together and push. They want inclusion in. Is that they have one year as an exhibition sport, yeah. and if that goes well, they become a full sport, and then the points get counted. But this year we have have no exhibition sports, yeah. but. Spoke about equestrian, that was an exhibition sport a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, um, trampoline not too long ago, um, cross country is probably the most recent one actually, and snow sports too. So the way the way this, this the competition programme has evolved is that students will come together, as you had mentioned, and, and form an interest in, in hosting a, a Glasgow Cup event, and that will run for one year as a trial, and it will go through a review process as well. And um, it's, It really embodies the, the student-led process of it, and a lot of the events are organised by staff, but they were 
created at the time through students and really set the benchmark for, for what the event is today. We're getting to a point now where most sports are already involved. We, we could involve more at the moment and we would like to, but it just really depends if Glasgow and Cali also have um, a similar sports club that they can host a competition in. And unfortunately, if if one university doesn't have that equivalent sports club, then the event can't take place. And it's, it's, it's a, it has encouraged a lot of like organic sport development at each university to make sure that they are they're fulfilling the a student desire to take part in Scotland's largest varsity competition and it's something that, that's that's uh, it's not set in stone that this time next year it'll be the exact same sports involved and we just certainly encourage anyone listening today if, if you're not involved and you know of a friend over at GCU who, who might be running a sports club or interested in starting one then to, to pick up the phone and, and get, get some competition organised and take it from there. Yeah, because I know there's definitely been a few, few sports that have seen some real growth in Strathclyde yeah. over the last few yeah. years things like uh, water polo obviously yeah. new, and then frisbee who we're going to give a mention to because the, the men's ultimate uh, team won their won their Bucks League this week so that was a, a great win for them they won their Bucks League as did the women's twos in tennis so we've got a couple of league victories there and there's vital Bucks points there but um, obviously tennis is already involved but sports like ultimate and water polo and sports that are really kind of coming to the fore now we're developing and it would be good to see them in future years maybe being part of the Glasgow Cup yeah Absolutely. So moving moving away from the Glasgow Cup to a more political matter, we have had uh, the Strathclyde University Union elections, and uh, congratulations to all the vice presidents and president elect that will be coming in next year. There was obviously one omission: we didn't have any candidates running in the sports president slash vice president sport and wellbeing category. So we will be having a by election in the near future so can you give us a wee background on what's happening there yeah so there are six executive positions available at the University of Strathclyde Student Association and Sports Union has one of seat at the table in the Vice President of Sport and Wellbeing which also doubles up as the Sports Union President and Chair of the the General Committee and we have a membership of around 3,000 students and the Sports President would be responsible for the oversight of that of that group and I'm I'm not actually sure what what, what happened this year because I've actually heard of quite a lot of interest in and people running. We had one candidate um, put their name forward and unfortunately had to pull out at the last minute, which resulted in us not having a candidate for election night. So we do now have to move forward to a by election, and we're really trying to drum up some interest among sports clubs. Is it's such a it's such a brilliant role. It's a great salary if I can throw out there. It's about nineteen and a half k per year for a, a graduate position almost and. You really get you really get the chance to develop skills in areas that you probably wouldn't have even thought of it at, while you're at university and you can what the role is to you and is really what the experience and what you put into it and is what you get out of it really and um, if you want to put a real sport development hat on and develop club sport and increase participation this is a role for you but also if you want to develop more skills in business and marketing and communications then this is also the perfect platform to to do that and if you look at Habby this year I'd actually say that's one of the areas he's most developed in. Um, this year is around his marketing and communications and just general social media. He's been on on top form and he's now looking at a career in in that field. And that although it's sport present, you can really get a lot out of it. And even if you're coming from a finance point of view, you are responsible for with staff support, of course, um, for a budget of over two hundred thousand pounds. And what student, like recent graduate, gets to say that? And <clears throat> I think it's a great opportunity. And if you know someone in your club that would be great and. You're, even if you're thinking about it yourself, any listeners out there just now, then 
I think you should really put your name in the hat and come and speak to us and we can give you a bit more information about the about the about the process which I think the nominations are going to open on Wednesday don't quote me on it but um, I, th- I believe that that's the timeline they're working for and nominations will remain open for a week and then it'll be a three day two or three day voting period to elect the, the sports presidents we'll, we're really hoping we don't enter, <laughs> enter a period without a, a sports president at the table and um, I think I think have have a think about it, read up on it, and come and speak to staff because there's there's a it's a great opportunity and I I would really encourage anyone to to go for it because it's such a great experience. Yeah, I would agree. We had um, obviously working in the union. I've had been quite closely involved with the elections, and I know there was we were really happy to have so many candidates forward originally. But on this the vice president sport and wellbeing, there was it was a while we wasn't sure if there was going to be a candidate. Then there was quite a few people that were thinking about it, and then obviously we had one. We then uh, pulled out. So we really hope that the by-election there is quite a few. We have heard rumblings that there's a few people interested, so it would be great to get as many people as possible putting their name forward for nominations because that that's the way that you're going to get the strongest candidate in. The sports union, is all, it's always good when the sports union is led by a strong sports president that can really take the take the organisation forward. And as Fraser says, it's, it's your job to kind of shape as you wish. Obviously, there's certain things that you have to do, but, I mean, sports previous sports presidents I've worked alongside have always done that really well but then they also get to to make their own mark as, as as such so I mean as Fraser says the platform really is there for you to to make what is a, a good and a fun grad job your own um, as we stay on the, the kind of more political side of things there was a recent uh, extraordinary general meeting of the sports union so what happened there Fraser? So we had the, the EGM I think last week and we just proposed a few changes to the membership bylaws and also the, the structure of the executive committee and which is the, the, the leadership group of the sports union if you like and what who the sports union would the, the, the students that the sports president would, would share for the year and it's I, I think you're an exec yourself and you're probably a big advocate of the experience you'll have and just the, the community of like-minded students at Strathlade and being involved in that group so a, a massive plus and a really enhance your experience and during your time here, um, but with the membership structure, we went from I think twelve volunteer positions down to nine, just to condense the um, the roles into a bit more relevant and restructure it slightly and give a bit more support to the students that were perhaps leading the the sports ball and just making it a bit more relevant to to what where we are as an organisation right now. And I think it's a bit of a a more robust structure now. And I, I fair fair credit to Kelly Bradbury, our governance officer, for reviewing the structure over the past year and putting a few uh, some positive changes that and just so for example we've now we now have a diversity inclusion officer to look after certain aspects of the sports union that perhaps were weren't there was a bit of a gap in and I think that's a real positive change. And also there's some roles that perhaps that weren't as required as less as others and just making sure that the, the volunteer commitments spread across the same for everyone. Um, and the last change is obviously the membership restructure that although there's a lot of interest in and there's actually not too much change around it where we'll still have a flat fee for the sports union but we're now have included bolt-on fees if clubs choose to do that it's an optional thing so for example Strathclyde Badminton on top of the sports union fee could charge a membership fee in an online shop that we'll set up and um, say it's a fiver and that fiver will go directly into the club account and will give club committees and presidents and treasurers much more autonomy over setting their own income and expenditure plans for the year and having an idea of how much money they're, they're due to make and this is really replicating the practices we have in the office but within clubs and a lot of the more well-developed clubs and 
over the over the past year that have really added to their own program of of been charging membership fees and I think that um, women's hockey being one of them for example that Kaylee who who did that herself she rich she said it revolutionised her club and I think um, there's there is an element of catching up with the sector a little bit with adding these on but again as I said it is optional so if, for example if if Aikido chose to not charge any membership fees that's that's totally fine it's not a it's not a requirement, so it's real positive change, and it, it sets us up pretty nicely for our AGM, which is at the end of this month, where we'll be electing in the 2018-19 Executive Committee, so there's information on the website about that at the moment, actually, and if anyone's interested, again, perhaps maybe not thinking of Sports President just yet, but there's, I think, 9-10 volunteer positions available in the Sports Union at the moment on the Executive Committee, and it's just an online form nomination process, and I think uh, I think I would really encourage anyone to get involved and make sure that the spread of clubs involved and representing the diff- the groups on the sports union executive are as wide as possible, and it's not just not just necessarily all coming from one club. Yeah, as Fraser said, I was I was on the executive committee in my final year. I did spot Kay was done. I was the governance officer. I was the governance officer. I didn't implement any huge sweeping changes like the the changes afoot to the, the sports union, but. I mean, if they've been voted through, then obviously the members feel like that's going to be a positive change. Good to see there's a diversity inclusion officer and there might be more support for for certain positions yeah. as well. I do know because there was changes in my time to some of the positions as just as they were maybe a bit less a bit less involved. So to have nine people that are going to be really involved in the day-to-day running the sports union is, is a positive thing and I, I couldn't recommend it highly enough. I had a, I had a great time in my year. You do you do learn a lot of things. I mean, governance was something I'd never really done, but you know, I was in charge of the constitution, the upkeep of that. It was new to me, but also doing things like chairing meetings and attending meetings and making big decisions, because things, obviously, there's certain positions that have their own areas, such as the vice president proceedings runs the sports ball. But everyone, everyone is involved in these big big decisions, so you can really you can really make your mark on not only your own section but in general the running of a sports union. And if it's something you feel strongly about, then I would definitely put your name forward. Have a look on the website, or come in and speak to the the staff yeah, or the or Abby at the sports union. They would definitely be happy to talk you through it, and even potentially get in touch with the if you've got any specific roles you want to do, get in touch with the person that's doing it just now. Um, and I'm sure they'd be more than happy to to give a chat, have a chat with you about it. Um, so that's that's pretty <coughs> much all from us this this week. Um, as usual, we'll be going on. Uh, we will be going on SoundCloud, so you can find us there. Strath Sports. We're also now on iTunes as Strasports, or we will be promoting it from our social media channels. As I've said before, if there's we we've got a big a few big events that we like to cover, but if there's anything you feel that um that deserves covering, something from your club, an event or a result or something that's that's just happening, you feel deserves a bit of coverage, then please please get in touch with us. Uh, just come into the the sports union, have a have a word. We're happy to promote you guys. That's what we want to do. Talk about what's happening with the the sports students on cap on campus um, so if there's anything that you want us to talk about anything you want you want to talk about come in and talk to us then more than happy to do that just just let us know you can find us as I said on SoundCloud iTunes or on our social media channels uh, thank you very much for listening uh, and see you next week see you next week